the bases. All for the trouble, one time for the haters. So who's that new with Toronto will ride to run down anybody with a mic in his Alright guys, welcome, or guys and gals, or uh, whatever acronym you prefer to go by. This is the first episode of Thick and Thin Podcast. I'm very excited, um, I have my longtime friend, Daniel here, let me give you a little background on Daniel. Daniel is a, uh, like I said, longtime friend, undefeated in the ring. He's a prize student, a great friend, and uh, I'm just super happy to have him. So welcome, Daniel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! I'm going to clap for myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring it in for I me. I wish you had Bring a crowd, man. Me. I wish we had a crowd. Very so. happy to be here on the first episode of the show. Uh, so am I thick and you're thin? Are you calling me fat? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> what a, is the, what is the title about? Yeah, actually, I think originally I wanted to do the podcast about recovery, so it was going to be... You know, something to do with recovery, um, whether it's, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever oh, your vice so is. so like through the thick and thin. Kind of. But okay. then I also, when I was going to do a original sketch comedy with my roommate before I realized he can't act worth a shit. <laughs> 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 it was supposed to be like, he's thick and I'm thin. And I thought it was like a good way to be like. Okay, see, that's what I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, so something kind of like that. But then it kind of goes into the, the whole pretty much mesh of... Uh, of friendships and you know you got to get through so i don't know i just thought it was a cool title it's okay all right yeah. as long as you're not saying i'm fat yeah <laughs> no you're good i brother. put on a little weight you put on a little bit of winter weight <laughs> but i think uh you're just getting ready for the hibernation so yeah you're yeah. solid bro um but yeah uh why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast let's, let's get that dropped in here okay right so i have a podcast like i said uh before uh and it's uh just like everybody else in the world <laughs> it's called the Look What We Found podcast, and I host it out of my uh, apartment in downtown Los Angeles with a couple friends, Louie and Chris, and we've been going on about a year. Next next week, it's going to be a year. Uh, we haven't missed one week. It's We're crazy. really excited about it, and uh, actually, I was just telling Anthony before we started recording, the first episode ever, we, I deleted it, <laughs> the whole thing. Right. And I've been in, you know doing recording stuff for a long time and i've never ever erased an entire project where i couldn't <laughs> recover the audio file so if you check us out all of our episodes go one and a half two and a half three and a half because we are short a half an episode <laughs> i so, like that though it's, it's um, we, we just talk about stupid shit we find funny articles and and uh we just try to just try to be as funny as possible at all times yeah it's a great um definitely a good thing to listen to when you're driving it's kind of like a morning show a lot of ways. You know, you guys bring up current events, like kind of keep you up to date, and then you guys add your little spiel of comedic uh, comedic talent. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and Anthony came on the show, obviously. Yeah. yeah I was on the show. Um, check it out. It's a legit episode. I fucking crushed it. No. <laughs> no, but it was really cool. Um, Daniel's got a, a little place in downtown LA, so we shot over there. We recorded it, and then we all hung out after. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Have, have, doing the podcast, have you ever had a guest on? Because you guys don't have, regularly have guests because you already have three people doing it, right? Right, yeah. Have you ever had a guest on that wasn't your, particularly your favorite that you'd want to talk about or bring up or anything like that? I mean, I think anyone that's listened to the show know that we have a one episode <laughs> that wasn't very good, and it was called Romance Novels. Uh, and initially, we were, we've only had, I think, like four guests. Okay. It's like you, Josh, Josh. my cousin, and this person... Uh, Helena, which is a friend of the family's, and uh, anyway, so she was doing a documentary about romance novels. She was shooting a documentary, and she had heard the show, and she wanted to come on the show, and you know, talk about romance novels. And we thought this is great because romance novels are stupid. So we <laughs> thought we could have a lot of fun with it. Right. So she brought in the camera crew. You know, she had a big camera, a big old boom mic set up. Uh, you could see the picture on Instagram. And uh, it ended up just not going very well, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was one of the... It was it was so... It was a really tough interview process because we would ask her questions. And she had her own agenda. She wanted to talk about what she wanted to talk about, understandably. Right. So it was kind of one of those things where, like, we were trying to do our show. She was trying to do her documentary. Yeah. And it just didn't flow real well. Right. Don't check that episode out. It's the <laughs> worst one. Yeah. I, I think it's a little rough because... Um... Yeah, I mean, I think most people will shit on romance novels. And, <laughs> and she I mean? was trying to defend them, obviously. Right, right? and you can't be a total dick because she's a guest, so it's kind of a, a little bit of a... I can see how that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and, and it's it was weird. It was like I was talking to another person. She's the coolest, the cool, one of the coolest persons I've ever met. She's super interesting. She's a musician. She's a photographer. Uh, she's into a whole bunch of stuff and, and was making a documentary, so... 
uh, was it's just weird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a rough one. <laughs> How have you? Um, so uh, on top of podcasting, uh, I just wanted to bring up that Daniel is uh, actually a rapper or used to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. And That's uh, true. why don't you tell us a little bit about that? <sighs> well, <laughs> I guess. Well, I'm a musician by trade, right? So mm-hmm. I went to like I played saxophone my whole life. Uh, I went to a uh, I went to an art high school. Loxa. I went to a music conservatory and I played saxophone there and we played, you know, I wrote music, I wrote scores, uh, small jazz band stuff, classical stuff. Um, and then I got out uh, of school and I came back here and I was in music engineering school and I got a, a, a I got a, a like a, a record deal yeah. when I was like 18 or 19. It was a bogus record deal, but one nonetheless. So I was making beats for tons of artists. Like, you know, we were doing like three albums, uh, four albums in a year. And then after I left the label, I was making uh, tons of beats and I was having all these rappers over to rap over them. And I was like, no, don't rap like that. Rap like this, right? Mm-hmm. And I was spending most of my time telling these rappers how I wanted them to rap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to do this shit myself. <laughs> so that's how I started with me and my friend Mars. And we rapped for a good, man, like 10 years. Yeah, because like you, you guys had some high production. I don't know if it's high production value, but it looks like legit. As, like if you watch your music videos, they look legit as fuck. Yeah, we, we went out and shot it. And I edited the whole thing. And... uh you know that's all we used to do we just yeah. you know my dad had a, a basement and and uh we just set up a mic down there and that's how we you know this was like at the height of like battle rapping right like this is like eight mile just eight come out mile. people yeah. were like you would just walk down the street and there'd be like a cypher and be like yo and you just step in yeah. it was like yeah. everybody was <laughs> rapping at the time it was yeah. like if you did it, you know, it's like you're kind of whack. You oh, know? for sure. I rap too. Like uh, all my friends are, I still have a fucking couple that are still rapping. <laughs> yeah. God bless them. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but fucking every party we'd go to, there'd be like a circle and right, everyone yeah. gets in it. And then it's like, we always had the best rappers. So we'd come in there like it was fucking, like we had like a, the biggest gun or something. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the battle subs? <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I, we used to just have party. I used to have parties where like, you know, 10, 12 guys would just come and we just have like a four hour. Sit, I'll sit there cipher. and just fucking drink we and pass the money. Yeah, and keep just going. Yeah. Rap, rap, rap. I remember I used to go when I was playing saxophone. Uh, I, we would drive down to San Diego. It was me, this piano player, and a bass player. And, uh, and we just had instrumentals on a CD. And we put it in, and we would rap from L.A. For to sure. San yeah. Diego <laughs> nonstop, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely did that for a long time. And then as you get older, it's like uh, you'll still see it. If you see guys doing cocaine or something, they'll start rapping. But <laughs> it makes no sense. And they're just all Yeah, like, oh. we just got old, you know? And <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. jobs, and we never, we never, like, blew up or anything. I think we did, like, three shows live yeah. or something like that. Oh, know? where'd you do the shows at? We did one uh, at the Terrace here in Pasadena. Oh, okay. Have That's you, a legit spot. Uh, yeah. On Colorado. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was like our biggest show. That's a, that. Yeah. I, I had a, a buddy perform there, too. It's a, yeah. nice, it's a good venue. Yeah. I had like a bunch of uh, features come up there. I performed in San Diego at a college, and I performed at like a, a bar. Right. Like a club. It was like a club. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting into stand-up, it's, it's pretty crazy the kind of places that you go to do stand-up. Because I didn't understand how much of a grind it is. You know, like when I first started doing it, I'd be fucking going to clubs t- uh, twice a day, you know, not getting up. So I spend, you know, three to four hours out a night. I never get called up. So it's like, fuck this place. So instead of going to like the major clubs, I had to start going to these underground places. I went to this place to do a show. And it was this like old Armenian couple sitting down. And I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I just like did my set right there, and they just looked at me like they didn't know why I was there. But it was like an open mic night, you know. Yeah, you find yourself in the. I mean, me and Mars used to go to Lamert Park Mm -hmm. in the fucking hood. Yeah, and just wait to try to get up on stage to try to like battle someone. And obviously, I'm white and I stick out like a sore thumb. You know what I mean? Did you go the Eminem route? (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it it wasn't like Eminem. There's other white people there. Yeah, it's like (laughs) especially after Eminem came out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so how long have you been doing stand up for now? Oh shit! I think I'm going on six months. Okay. Yeah, something like that. But, fuck, dude, I've been writing since I was in middle school. You know, I have books and stand up things, and now I'll go back and try to figure out what I was trying to say that I thought was funny, and I really don't know. But I have books, just notebooks. Like you know, instead of studying, I would just be sitting there writing little bits or sketches out and stuff like that. So, 
it's definitely something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know it's incredibly hard, and I always think it's crazy how like when when comedians you hear them talking about working out their jokes, and finding, you know, they small tune the smallest things like yeah. space, even a small amount of space between words for comedic timing, and they find out what works. And it works among almost everybody. Yeah. You know, like they find the formula of how a joke works. Well, it was crazy too because like one of my favorite comedians of all time is Bernie Mac. And mm. on his special, one of the parts that made me laugh the hardest is he's talking about being in court. And the, the court, the judge says, you know, we're going to separate the kids. And he says, you want to separate like divide? And just the way he said it, I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, it's it's just not like, even, it's just the way he the says it. The way he it, says right? it, yeah. yeah. Well, we it's just, not even what you say most of the time. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, same with like music, you know, like you can play the exact same note to somebody else, you know, but the way Miles Davis will play the same note, he just plays it better, you right, know, right. like inflection and tone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, fucking, um, but I went to see, uh, Theo Vaughn the other day, but, oh God, he's so good. Just his like accent, he's from down south, so he's just got a unique way of talking. He's talking about this guy with no arms strangling people out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he wasn't a man, he was a large snake. It's just really funny, I don't know. Well, even uh, we tell the listeners, we I came over here yesterday. This was fucking crazy. So we're finally going to do this podcast yesterday oh, yeah. after six <laughs> months or whatever, and uh, and the power was out. Yeah. Out of all the days. I don't know. I mean, I've never been over the powers out, so we went out uh down down here past it down and then we were talking about that show the theo vaughn podcast or whatever yeah, yeah. so i started listening it because oh, everyone's today. talking about this guy oh yeah and i'm like i don't know man i just don't get it so i started listening to him today and he was talking to a plumber oh that's like his newer episode right yeah yeah i haven't checked that and one uh it was f- i thought it was just funny that he was talking to a, to a plumber. plumber. <laughs> He's like, now, one thing I don't know is, uh, what's the difference between cesspool and plumbing? And I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this guy was just talking about the funniest shit, how he found condoms, like like uh, so many condoms in the main drain that it caused divorces between couples because <laughs> They're looking at the him. wife knew that the husband wasn't using condoms on her, yeah. but was using them on somebody. Yeah. That's, that'd be like a, a hilarious random guest to have on, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a, I mean, it got me thinking. I was like, that's kind of a cool idea just to have a regular occupation on there. You yeah, know? yeah. That's kind of what I want to do too because I know a lot of our friends, you know, lawyers. Um, why don't you – you're, you're, I don't want to say your job title wrong, but you work in a hospital. What is it? Exactly. I'm, I'm a registered nurse. Registered nurse. In the hospital, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but aren't you in, like, in charge of it? Like, do their accounting or something like that, too? I do case management and intake. I do have, like, I don't work, like, on the floor. Okay. I do, like, I'm, like, an office. Okay. Like, an office person. Right, Yeah, right. but I do case management and a whole bunch of boring shit. Well, no it's, it's cool. You have some about. good stories that you told me before. What's one of your, like, crazy hospital stories? Have you ever had someone go insane, try to bite your face off or something like that? Yeah, well, I work in the psych ward. Oh, perfect. So <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's always, you know, there's, it's so many crazy things happen so much of the time that you, they just, bl- all the stories, they kind of blend together. Like, for instance, yesterday, dude, this guy <laughs> was obsessed with uh, a CNA was following her all around mm-hmm. uh, the unit. And she, you know, he thought that he was delusional. He thought they were romantically involved. And she went to go check up on another patient. And the guy became belligerent, said, you're fucking garbage. You fucking Cheating whore. And took off his clothes, <laughs> uh, 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 grabbed his scrotum, pulled it all the way down to her knees, and he fanned it out. Oh. Right? And that's like <laughs> that's, normal. That's, that's like a Tuesday. normal. <laughs> yeah. This one time we had to tie this lady down in four-point leather restraints, and I had to check on her every 15 minutes to make sure she's alive and all that, right? Yeah. This is when I worked the floor. And every, like, we would turn her over just to check on her, and every time we did, like, a piece of garlic would be on the, the bed. And it would be like, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Where is this garlic coming <laughs> yeah. from? So then we realized that this lady had stuck like 25 garlic cloves up her vagina. Whoa. And just left them there because like, she was trying to ward off all the men that were trying to get her pregnant. That was her reasoning That for makes that. sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's logical. <laughs> uh, just stuff like that. Yeah, because it just seems like it'd be terrifying because crazy people are fucking terrifying, you know? 
Well, I think they are to most people, you yeah. know, but, um, you know, the, the way I think, right, like most of them are not dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're violent and we've gotten in plenty of fights in the psych unit. You know, yeah. I've gotten some of the craziest fights I've ever been in at work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just <laughs> punching uh, sick people in the face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I think that all the people that work on that unit in psych are very similar. We're all, we all have the same sense of humor. Mm -hmm. We get along very you gotta well. you got to be a certain type you of person. You have to be a thing. certain type of person. Yeah. So the way I think of it is if you're used to a lot of, like, abuse, chaotic environment growing up, that kind of a thing, mm -hmm. you're going to fit real good in psych, mm -hmm. you know? Because you're just used to that environment. Right. There's a reason why you come out of the psych unit and you're like, I kind of like it here. Yeah. <laughs> I can get used to this. I love it. I it like was it. honestly the only rotation I really liked in school. Oh, wow. I didn't really like anything else. Yeah. Except I, maybe like the operating room. Right. Because when um, Muhammad Ali was going to fight, uh, was it Sonny Liston? Sonny Liston would have been in prison, so he's not scared of anybody. So Ali's tactic was to be crazy because in prison... Like, you worry about the crazy people. You don't worry about... The, everyone's the tough guy in prison. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, they like... And it's like, don't fuck with crazy people. And it's like... That always kind of stuck with me because it's... Yeah, you never know what fucking people are capable of, especially if they're already batshit, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. I wish I had a better a story. I just don't have a mic. I'll no, it's a great... Up, just put... Know? Yeah, it's a great example right there. I know... I know you've told me some in the past, too. I, I remember, but... um, Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, why don't you tell us that story? Um, this is one of my favorite stories. And I think about it often because um, I always hear people like overdosing or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I worked detox too for a while. Oh, I really? Worked, uh, yeah, I worked I've been through that. <laughs> fucking uh, detox. I worked. Oh, here's a good story. I, I used to work this unit in past. Actually, here in, in Pasadena. It's called mm -hmm. Los Encinas. It's, uh, oh, that's like the, the number one, like, it's like the hardcore rehab spot. Like, yeah, 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 a lot. Of, it's like a lot of people go there for to detox. Mm -hmm. So I used to work. I worked a lot of units over there, locked units. Um, and then I worked detox, and they moved me, and I opened this unit. It was called Briar, and it was like a residential treatment. So after people detoxed, they would go to Briar, and you would sleep there. You go to AA. You know, you'd have groups, and it was just recovery. Right. It was like basically twenty four hour AA. Mm -hmm. So you know addicts, man. They're fucking lying all the time. They're whiny. They're needy. They're super manipulative. Mm -hmm. So there was this lady, this this old lady, and she was she was pretty rich. She was like loaded, and um, and one day I came back to the unit. You know, I came in on the AM shift, and all the patients were gone except one. So they had ordered a limo. From the the Vegas, the I mean the the rich lady, the uh -huh. patients ordered a limo and they a walled off the facility and they took the limo to Vegas and on the way to Vegas they stopped at this motel to to score like a couple eight balls of coke, and then after they got the coke they fucking locked the lady in the closet and left her there and went to Vegas. Went in the limo, the they, limo that she called. Yeah, uh -huh, oh my on God. her dime. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. Yeah. Fuck. Well, especially to go to like rehab and be like, you know what? I'm over it. And I'm not going to just leave. I'm going to leave in a limo and I'm going to take other people. <laughs> yeah. That I'm going to take recovery. advantage of this old lady and I'm going to steal her money and then I'm going to leave her at the hotel and I'm going to go to Vegas. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, one thing I do or I don't miss about it, like, I, I, I've been, I did the program for a good two years. You know what I mean? I, I was uh, going to AA all the time. I'd go to HA, CA, um, different meetings and stuff like that. I used to love to go to the CA because it's like the stories they would tell were just so fucking hardcore, you know? And then mm -hmm. you're like, it, if in reality, you're really not that far from there. Like, I remember the first time I went to detox, I was like, oh man, I can't leave them in a fucking facility. Like, you know, like it was tripping me out. And then the second time I went, I was like, what the f <laughs> Yeah. Because you always sit there and I would laugh at people like, they'd be like, I went to 13 detox. I'm like, what a fucking idiot. Like, you didn't learn your lesson after once. And then after the second time I checked in, I was like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Well, it's, and people are so judgy of addicts. You know, they're like, come on, dude, get it together. You know, yeah, yeah. just stop. You know, yeah. and they don't really understand. They just don't under, They just don't understand. People yeah. are never going to understand you good, know, addicts a, unless you have them in your family or, or not. Which is know? crazy because everyone's been affected directly or indirectly by some kind of alcohol or drug abuse. You know what I mean? They know some. Most people don't know how to handle it, but yeah, it's definitely a huge part of like everyone's life in some way. Right. You know. But um, I always equivalent or make it a sort of compare it rather to uh, people that nap. Like people that nap, fucking just go to sleep. 
And it's like people that don't, like, I can't say people that nap, but like, just go to sleep. Like, why can't you just go to sleep? Oh, you know what I, I mean? See, yeah. And people that can't, so like for me, I can never nap. I can never go to sleep. So I'm always just like, fuck, I just stare at the people that can nap. I'm like, how can you just sleep like that? How can you just keep going to sleep? Like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And they just close their eyes and they're asleep. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? You know, it's like, you just can't understand that other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was one I kind of realized the other day. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely kind of like that. Yeah. Except it's like, why can't you just nap and then like not be an asshole by yeah. fucking napping and ruin other people's lives yeah. over and over and over again yep pretty much <laughs> pee in the closet <laughs> we were just talking about our friend so to, yeah. anthony let's uh, let's see so i want to ask you mm-hmm. so everybody wants to know uh-huh. we want to know what the podcast is about because i'm here <laughs> on the couch and i don't really know what it's about is it something that you're developing as you go do you have a general direction Nice. Yeah, so pretty much uh, I think originally what I wanted to do was to sort of have a podcast on recovery. You know, talk to other drug addicts because I know a lot of people in the program that are good people. And a lot of experiences I had, I think I learned um, not everything backwards, but I had some really bad experiences with people that said they would sponsor me and they were just trying to fuck chicks or stuff like that. So no one actually, mm. like they didn't actually help me. You know, I went through a couple sponsors till I found a cool guy. Uh, and then I kind of started to figure shit out on my own. So then um, I kind of left the program. So that kind of was like... I don't want to be too preachy, maybe kind of, I don't know. So I, I was thinking that would be a huge part of it, you know, the whole drugs and people that have gotten better and got clean, you know, maybe get some 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 hope out there or something like that. Um, also, fighting is really big in my life, you know, so I wanted to talk to, um, you know, a lot of the fighter friends that we have, um, you know, bring us, and then also want to bring their wives in and have a conversation kind of being the other end of it because, you know, when you're mm-hmm. fighting, it fucking sucks. You know, you're dieting, you're in a bad mood, and then, you know, your partner really has to be someone special to kind of, you know, stick through that. And I think most of the wives of fighters are fucking hilarious, you know, because they, you know, and they're soldiers too, like a lot of times, you know, mm-hmm. people like Cece or something like that. Like when Josh being a dick, she just knows what to do, how to defuse it. She runs the house, does what she needs to do while he's in camp, you know? And I think they have a, a very funny side of it from you know the other end. Like I don't understand it. I don't know why the fuck they do it, but you know. Yeah. So and just to... if you guys don't know, Anthony's a fighter. He's a Muay Thai fighter, right? Because ja. people <laughs> might not know what you do. Right, right. Right. Muay Thai is a Thai kickboxing kind of. Right. right? With yeah. elbows and knees, mm-hmm. and you've been doing it for what? How long? Fuck, dude. I think I'm on like, whew, I want to say like, thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. you're always in the gym. You've been in the gym as long as I've known you, and you know a lot of people. You know, that's basically like all your friends. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. have other friends too, obviously, yeah. but a, lot, a majority of them because you're just around those people all the time, you know? Well, I think that's, a, that's yeah, a lot of times you see people in the gym more than you see your own family. You know what I mean? You spend six hours in the gym, you see your girl for a few hours when you get home or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being like your family and then, um, you know, that kind of consumes your life to at a certain point. So and, how many fights do you have now? Uh, What am I, on, on 16? Yeah, 16 mm-hmm. fights, and then I'm uh, 11 and 5. You know, I was thinking about getting back into MMA, maybe boxing, but I think at this age, it's kind of like I need to stick, to, find a lane and stick to it because I don't have a lot of wiggle room anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you're always hurting your back doing jiu-jitsu. Dude, I'm so always, you gotta, yeah. You just got to stick with I think you stick yeah. with Muay Thai. Yeah. Because that's going to be your strength, right? Not bo- boxing, maybe, but your legs are so long. Your knees yeah. are so long. Yeah. It's like tailored for you. Yeah, well, it, well, especially boxing. you got to start at a young age. I think it's very few people that start later on. Yeah, there's no, really like, well. dude, boxers are all super young, yeah, you know? Yeah, they are. Muay Thai, you can last a little longer, I think, because you don't get hit in the head so frequently. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, as often, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of older Muay Thai fighters, I think, than uh, than yeah. boxers. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I, I think so. I, I, I definitely want to talk about that, and then also too, I thought it'd be cool that like I don't know, I'll figure it out. But you know, I wanted to have a segment like Battle of the Sexes where we bring people that have a different opinion than me. You mm-hmm. know, I like to sit down with people and have a, like a legit conversation. You know what I mean? Like if you like, you know, when you talk to someone like that's super into politics, like they're, you're not going to change their fucking mind. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like. You can't really have a discussion about it, but like if if you're fu- all the way to the right or all the way to the left, you're probably fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, you gotta understand that it's some true. some parts of the other person, like yeah, it's okay, that's probably right. Okay, yeah, maybe that is. That's fine. You know, so what I want to do with the with that is like some of the females, because a lot of times I think a lot of people post is bullshit. You know what I mean? Or their views on like um, relationships and stuff like that, or you know, the fuck boy this, fuck boy that. I'm like, okay, well, let's sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. you know and what I mean? They're not challenged, and and so much so much of there's so many memes out there nowadays, yeah. right? Like it's like it's like I scroll through Instagram and it's just like constant memes and they all conflict each other. 
You know, it's just whatever you feel right now, that's going to be the meme you do. And people take these memes as truth. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably true. You know? Right, yeah, right. That's true for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I know what you mean. On my podcast, it's just like we just are completely one-sided and misogynistic and talk <laughs> shit. And we don't have anyone to – we do disagree. Yeah. Usually me. Uh, but we don't ever have like another side – especially women chiming in. Right. And a lot of them get really mad at us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we had this one listener who stopped listening to us for like a month because she was so mad at us. Really? Yeah. It's like a dedicated fan though? And she's yeah, like, she's like guys. hardcore. Oh, and we wow. know her. Like she's uh-huh. reached out and like she hangs out with us sometimes now. Uh-huh. I forget which episode it was. Oh, I know what it was. Louis said something along the lines of, uh, okay, it was like a scene in a movie. Are you talking about the popcorn thing? Yeah, he oh, said Oh, I was some... there. Oh, that was the one <laughs> was you were on? I was there. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's true, it was. Yeah, we were talking about okay. the Avengers, and then there was that part that kind of pandered to women, and uh, it was a little over the top. I thought it was a little obscene, so I was like, yeah, I just didn't like how they did that. It was a little bit like... It felt forced to you guys, yeah, right? And, and then, then Louis said, yeah, like, did you buy your own popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was definitely pushing the envelope, I felt like, especially in today's times. Yeah. But he had a valid point. To a, to a certain extent, <laughs> not to her and not to obviously a lot of people. Obviously, yeah. that's going to upset a lot of people, right. you know, and, and, and one of our fans, you know, we're, it's one of the things that gets kind of weird when you start doing your show, right? Right. You're going to offend somebody. Because you offend yeah. people. Yeah. You want to keep your listeners. Yeah. Right. But you don't want to be a complete asshole, but you also want to speak your mind. Yeah. And t- in today's socio environment the sensitivity is off the rails. Oh, it's, yeah. So you find yourself, you know, you go into the show, you're like, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. <laughs> and you find, you kind, kind of second guess yourself. Yeah. Like I did this whole spiel on Nipsey Hustle, mm-hmm. like right after he died. <laughs> and I was, and I was like, not with the public opinion. Right. And I did this whole thing mm-hmm. and we ended up not playing it. Because I was like, I don't think I should put the Nipsey Hustle thing in there, uh, and I, and now I regret it. I wish I did. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe not though, because anyone, uh, anyone that like says anything bad about Nipsey Hustle, uh, people want to like kill him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like crazy how much publicity this guy got when he well, died for so long after too. Like how many posts people like still people to this day or this week are still posting. You know, rest in peace, big dog. This and that. It's like goddamn. You know. That's yeah, so, you see like murals. Uh, oh, it's a probably lowercase it. Murals. Uh, uh, our Snoop Dogg was comparing him to Jesus and uh, and, and stuff like that, yeah. you know. And and honestly, I had heard of him, but I didn't know. I mean, he doesn't have that very much music out. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm like, I go to one of his songs, and he's wearing a, a, a bulletproof vest, and it's like a pretty much gangster rap uh-huh. music video. Uh, so I had some things to say. And uh, while well, I was just saying, like, that kind of, it kind of happens. You know, I haven't, that's really the only segment that I edited out and I did say some unsensitive things. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should have. But you start, you start second guessing yourself. You but, know? Uh, yeah. I think, I think too, like, uh, right after Louis made that comment, it was a little bit like pushing it. So, like, right away, I was like, yeah, are the dishes done? Did you take out the trash? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's such <laughs> sense of humor, you know? Yeah. And, like, uh, so I'm taking this class at UCB, you know, Upright Citizens Brigade, for those of you guys that don't know. Yeah, it's hey, kind uh, of a big deal. Little, little I don't want to it brag. is a great theater company. <laughs> the Upright Citizens Brigade. But it's yeah. so PC, like it's fucking ridiculous, you know. So I kind of go in there and I, I, just, I sit by myself and I kind of just keep my uh, my comments to myself because everything's 100 percent to the left, you know. Donald Trump's an idiot. Um, you know, uh, what, like, they'll say, "Can you say your name and your binary, like what you want to go by." Oh, your pronoun. Yeah, your pronoun. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I was just like, okay, like, that's fine. And the, the whole time we're, like, having these, like, we're sharing these stories. None of my stories are crazy. They're all very, like, uh, you know, this or that. And then I was talking about, I kind of wanted to share this story that had to do with uh, some of my friend's wives. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to call the bit um, Watch My Wife. Because a lot of times everyone says Watch My Wife, you know. And then everybody in class, everybody in class goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what do you mean? What are you going to, what is she, five? Like, does everyone starts attacking me. And I just locked into the teacher and I just kept staring at the teacher because I'm like, I'm not going to fucking pay attention to these fucking idiots. Like, they don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not saying, like, watch that bitch. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, hey, make sure she's okay while I'm right. gone. Like, if yeah. she needs something, get it for her. Like, take care of her. Like, and we do that for our friends, too. If someone's exactly. all fucked up, it's like, hey, watch him. Like, make sure he's okay. You know? Right. And if you're like, you know, 
at a bar, you're at a club, and there's a ton of fucking guys around, and you leave your wife, you want to make sure that she is somewhat protected because women are smaller, typically, and (laughs) men are larger, (laughs) right? And women get raped and stuff like that. So what we do... It's instinct to want to protect our wife. Right. But then it turns into this, oh, watch my what? You don't own her. Is she your property? It turns into this thing. You're like, no, but there are some differences between men and and women, right? For for me specifically, too, is like when you go to the club and you you leave your girl unattended, guys will come up to him. You know, exactly, which is fine, yeah. and girls can kind of push away, but the problem is a lot of guys are douchebags. So it's like, you know, they'll go up to your girl and like, oh, I have a boyfriend, or whatever, and then they'll be like, fucking whore. They say something stupid like that, and then all of a sudden we have to get involved, and all of a sudden there's a big fucking fight. The night's ruined. Yeah. So it's like a preventative measure too to be like, hey, like make sure no fucking douches are around. Yeah. Or... And then she's like, well, why didn't? Where were you? Yeah. You know, why didn't you say anything back? And now you're like, well, yeah. Well, I th- what about the watch my wife thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so crazy how it switches that so it's like and people some people they don't have that experience I get it maybe you're older you know whatever the case or like you're a huge chick I was gonna bench like 400 pounds <laughs> not you we're not talking yeah to you. maybe you gotta then marry for mom. you then you can watch me you yeah. watch my fucking little bitch husband right here he's 5'7 maybe, maybe she's got a mustache and a big penis like we don't <laughs> <laughs> like whatever the case is but it's like for the most part, see she that's can what I'm go, talking about. Yeah, she can go bad real fast, and I'm aware of that. So if I could take a preventative measure, and our friends can, we try to we try to avoid trouble wherever you can, you know. Right. So I felt like everybody in that class had no fucking idea. Like obviously, none of us would hang out outside the class, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, but yeah, just same. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a good bit. The watch my wife bit. Yeah, and it was it's really funny because um, you know we have a friend. Uh, uh, Josh Aragon, who I'm going to get on the podcast. And I also want to have his wife because I think she's hilarious, Cece. Mm-hmm. And she's a good friend of mine. She knows a lot. She knew my dad, like like a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stories from her. Um, But like one of them was so funny because uh, Josh, she's, we're at the a blackjack table, you know, and Josh is like, hey, uh, watch my wife. You know, I'm like, make sure she's okay. I'm like, yeah, sure. So right away, Cece, like we don't realize how drunk she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's playing blackjack and she just like goes to to like take a car and she smacks like the uh, her drink all over the cards. Oh fuck! So the see? pit boss has to come and everybody's all pissed off like fuck, man. Like you know, so they have to reset the cards and and then she's like, da, 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 and then the, they're like trying to clean everything up and she doesn't even know. She's all hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. She's all hit me and then they're all. <laughs> Oh, ma'am, you spilled a drink. We had to pause the game. So uh, hit me. Hit me again. <laughs> so double down. On the I was like, oh, shit. It was so funny. So to this day, like every time like I want something, I'll be like, hit me. Or I'll, my friends do it too, and they don't know why I, I do it, but I do it because of CC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, CC. I don't know if you want me to tell that story. Hit me. And it's funny because right after so that. you just say hit me whenever like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, hit like, me. You ready to go? Hit me. Hit me. Yeah, yeah. You want so another funny. drink? Because they were like staring at her, like, ma'am, you da, 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 da. and then she just looks at him and she's like, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like afraid to play. Was it black? I, I don't, I'm afraid to play blackjack because there's all these like secret rules. Yeah. Right? Like, I didn't even know about that till recently. Like, you, if the deck is hot and like you hit when you're not supposed to, like all the other players yeah, are going to get mad at you because it fucks up their cards. Yeah. I don't know what's next. Yeah, so I had some guy fucking like, he went he went off on me. And I went off on him. I was like, yeah, fuck you. I'll do whatever I want. It's my money, you know? But yeah, yeah there's there's rules. Like, why'd you hit on that? And I'm like, because I don't give a fuck what happens to your cards. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I'm like, fuck, all right, I won't play. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely intimidating. But once you get drunk, you're not going to go fuck, you know? But I played at Commerce, too. And Commerce is like definitely a lower crowd. You know I mean? It's like all Asians, right? Well, this is a lot of degenerates, too. It's right by the airport, so it's all fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes me sad. Like, you know, like you go on like a Tuesday at nine in the morning and like everyone's like gambling oh, and you yeah. know they're not like gambling like for fun. Yeah. Like, hey, like, dude, oh, let's, yeah, let's try it out. What are we in Commerce <laughs> Casino? I, I was just thinking we could just go <laughs> yeah. and play a little pie gal mm-hmm. and go to the buffet after. That's not what <laughs> That's they're there for. Happens, they're so. like, Dick, it's Tuesday. I lost all my money on football after Monday night and we got to get this back before my wife finds out. You I know? need to fucking get some coke. <laughs> I need to hit this hand or I'm losing my mortgage. <laughs> gambling. Gambling is like my favorite addiction. Gambling? Out of all yeah. the addictions, I you know, I tried the, heroin, but it just wasn't my thing. <laughs> I just find it the most fascinating. You know, like I I I can because I don't quite understand it. I kind of understand it. I can understand how a heroin junkie and ruins their life for crack or alcohol. Easily. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. But for gamblers, I I guess I don't understand. 
it just gambling makes me so nervous right to gamble anymore like you know like oh like i would never be like i'm gonna gamble this if i don't get it yeah fine i won't make my mortgage but it's cool like yeah. i would never think yeah. that you know yeah. mm-hmm. uh i'll gamble like 60 dollars the most yeah so even when i watch gambling movies i get super nervous right just watching someone else gamble yeah uh so and it's not like you're ever gonna get that big payout and stop gambling it's yeah. like never gonna happen so yeah i'm fascinated yeah no it's it's definitely um it trips me out when people yeah they like they gamble their, their cars or their fucking house away. Like, Louis has an interesting story about that. One of his friends fucking got a brand new car and then he went out there and had to lose it. Like, it's fucking insane how people are, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely, like, I do that in Vegas too. I'll take like 200 bucks. I'll keep it in one pocket. Whenever I win, if I, if I lose under that, I just walk away, you know? Yeah. And, and those people that get super duper upset at the, the sports games, mm-hmm. usually gambling, right? Yeah. Like the ones that are like, you fucking bum. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Tell what like I found out one of my friends was like you know deep ten thousand dollars and he well like, it makes it so much better too like when you're watching football like it like I don't know this is gonna sound shitty because people are gonna get mad at me but but like it doesn't really matter if if you know the team does well or it does like at the end of the day it's like whatever you know Amen. what I mean who but, gives a fuck <laughs> it Jesus really it is Christ. You know? But we used to be so hard. We used to tailgate. We just get in fist fights with people from other teams, like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But now it's like as you get older, it's like it doesn't really fucking matter. You know, no. they don't really care that you're. Fa- it's just a lot, you know. But if you Everyone, gamble, and it's like fuck, dude. Like okay, yesterday, man, we we're at that bar, you know. Where, oh yeah. And that guy came up to us. And he's like, Oh yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks are twenty three and three <laughs> right now. Ain't it crazy? Is is that that new forward from? Uh, you know, Berkeley fucking, we were like, we had no idea what he was talking about. And he was from Mexico, so the accent just really threw us off. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're like, oh, okay. He's like, he's like the next Michael Jordan. We're like, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> it's so hard for me to understand uh, how people can put so much time and emotion into watching a sports team that you have nothing to do with. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, I, I've been a hardcore sports fan, and now I've took some time off it, and but... One thing I used to do is like gamble on it to make it more exciting. Like if I didn't, yeah. if I didn't care about a game, but then you have fifty bucks, you fucking care. <laughs> you yeah, know, you that's why I like that. Uh, when I the only time I knew I know about football is if I'm playing fantasy football, right? Because it's the only way it can make me semi interested in watching. You right. know, and I could watch it. Yeah, and I could watch basketball. I played basketball in high school, believe it or not, <laughs> and uh, I was really short, so I, I can watch basketball and kind of enjoy it. And I can watch um, like boxing. And right. fights and enjoy it. Oh yeah, so definitely. I guess maybe if you played in high school or something like that, or you coached, you know, you yeah. enjoy watching. I understand that. Yeah. No, I think. Um, yeah, and I, I'm I, the minority. Like I, I understand that. You know, I know most people like sports. No, I, and I like sports yeah. to to a degree, but not the way I used to. You know what I mean? Where I would fucking get upset. I'd be ups- My day would be ruined if my team lost. Like stuff like that. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, eh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> a lot of time I just think it's an excuse to drink. Well, I was about to say, that's what I was going to try to like, uh, I have fucking so many Choa friends that are like, hey, the Lakers win today? Like, uh, no, nah, they lost. Oh, oh fuck, man, I'm going to drink. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get drunk. Hey, hey Lakers won, fuck yeah, let's, let's party, get fucking shit face. Get yeah. all yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Drink either, either way. way. Yeah, you're going to get fucked up. Or we go to tailgates and we'd set up, everyone be in their jerseys, everyone's talking shit, and then the game starts. Everyone's just fucked up. No one's watching the game at all. <laughs> no, if you're tailgating, you're not watching the game. People are making out on chairs, someone's grilling, throwing up over here, peeing yeah. behind a car. No one's See, watching tailgating, I could do, get excited fun. about yeah, that. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun as fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been to a, a football. I went to a Seahawks game mm-hmm. when I was in Seattle, and uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah, those have... people. See, the thing about LA is like we don't you know. Now we have the Rams, right? Right. But we didn't like. It's not like we lived like the Rams were here from when we were born to like when we we're old, right. you know. And, uh-huh. and it's like, I'm a Rams fan. Burned yeah. in our soul, right. but the Seahawks fans. <laughs> yeah, there's some real fans. Yeah, and they have the way that their dome is built too. It's the loudest uh, stadium. In uh, pretty much like the world, right? Some shit like that. The loudest is in the world. Yeah, yes, the way I think that's the, an the accurate way fact. Built, yeah, yes, the loudest stadium in the in world. The world. In the yeah. world, the fans don't shut up. They stand up the whole time uh, when they're on. I don't know if it's defense or offense, but the whole time they're there. Yeah, I'm super ashamed. Uh, one of my um my moments where I was like, "Fuck, why'd I do that?" We went to a concert, and uh, it was at the Honda Center. 
I went to see uh, Rise Against. They're opening for My Chemical Romance. So fucking. Okay. <laughs> I like Rise Against. So yeah. we're all sitting down, and like most people didn't even care about Rise Against. They were there for My Chemical Romance. You know, so it's a bunch of emo kids and uh, you know, like older people with their their kids, that sort of thing. All right. So we go up and Rise Against is there. I'm younger, you know, my shirt's off. I'm all drunk. I'm running around the stands like, hell yeah, when they're playing. Because Rise Against is legit if you see them live. Yeah. <laughs> and this old lady, she's like behind me. She's like, sit down, like <laughs> screaming at me. I was like, turned around. I was like, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. She's like, I want to watch Rise Against. Yeah. <laughs> and then when My Chemical Romance came out, everybody stood up. And I was like, you see? And then Richard's like, why would you yell at that old lady? I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was one of my when I got home. I was like, "Why did I do that? I'm a fucking asshole." I've had a couple of those. <laughs> so, do you have a uh, a day that you are? How often are you going to do the podcast? I want to do it once a week. Uh, I think what I want to try to do is have a guest do it by myself. Have a guest do it by myself. You know, but I do have a whole lineup that I want to do. Like I talked to Cynthia. Um, I really want her on because she's got some great stories and she's the you know the wife of the fight. Kind of want to do like a segment like that. Mm-hmm. We talked to wives of fighters as well as fighters. Um, you know, big. Are you gonna big, talk to their girlfriends too? No, just like some, like you know, the ones I'm cool with. You like know what I mean? Like, both. yeah, yeah, like some, just some, just to get a different perspective. I got a, a few friends, uh, females that are fighters. Like to get them on. I got Big Mike, who's yeah, the, today. I have the wife and girlfriend. Yeah, Canelo <laughs> the mistress, Alvarez the here. mistress and the wife. Huh? <laughs> I have Canelo Alvarez's second family here with me. <laughs> See, he don't come around on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I want to do that. I want to get like a girl on um, that I could kind of argue with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, that shit drives me fucking crazy when people are like fuck boy. I'm like, well, what's a fuck boy? Like, is it just some idiot that you're dating? Is that what it is? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to yeah. have and they're or like, oh. Um, I would love to n- know the the definition of a fuck boy. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I kind of do. Yeah, right? I kind of do, but it's a lot of times it's just like a guy that fucked a girl over. Just like he's a fuck boy, and I'm like, well, maybe you're picking the wrong guys. Yeah, <laughs> or like you didn't read the signs at all, and now exactly you know, like he's a fuck boy just because he did didn't turn out right yeah like he, he came over in his car and his fucking nice outfit and then he took me out and then whatever it's like Dating you know had sex with me god what a yeah, dick fucking loser yeah <laughs> it's like okay or girls that are like um oh, i hate these posts where they're like oh you know he's trying to buy me this is like send some money to my venmo account and, oh see, and i'm like god. you're not really fucking serious like yeah uh, you the know, dms they're like yeah just put your venmo account. yeah put your venmo if you really want to get it i'm like shut the fuck up yeah. like you know it really bothers me but well I, and then it's like I'm a whore, so pay me. Yeah, kind of. And I, I asked, like. I had asked one of the girls, I told you about this, I had asked one of the girls, I was like, you know, why do you do that? Like, because I, I kind of got upset. And I was like, is it because of this and that? She said, oh, well, honestly, it was just a social experiment. And I was trying to, and I was like, what Bullshit. the, you know? So I was like, what? This is why Louis said, well, did you buy, buy your own popcorn? <laughs> this is the whole reason. Full circle. Full <laughs> circle. Did you buy your own popcorn? So like, I want to get a girl on that obviously isn't like, as can just have an intellectual conversation about, you know, yeah. what the dating scenes like we, or whatever. We've been trying to get this. Uh, we had a couple podcasts that like we're, tr- we're trying to collab with and they're, female podcast so we want to do a show where we do a, a bit called ask a woman yeah that's like what, yeah exactly so one mm-hmm. thing i can give you an idea if you want to do because i'm gonna do this uh-huh. uh <laughs> i want to do what does that emoji mean uh. because girls man they're like secret code with the emojis yeah yeah and it really means something this is not this is me asking women it really means something when they add emojis to the text message right. especially if you're flirting or right. trying to date and they have like some real significance if they add them is that a penis or don't. are you a vegan like what do we... <laughs> like my thing my my big emoji mystery is the eyes that go like this i'm looking sideways eye, with the yeah. eyes the sideways eyes what does that mean like the like the defeated no 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 the, the big wide eyes like this or they're looking sideways <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking yeah, about like, hmm? Hmm? what does that mean <laughs> yeah I think, um, yeah, there's definitely, I think that's always good listening to because most of us don't fucking know. You know what I mean? We don't know, like, especially trying to figure out, no offense, but what women are thinking or what they want. It's like, fuck. <laughs> you know well, what it's mean? like coding, decoding, like, right. you know, so, the Da Vinci code or something. Right. You know? So I like to have like a girl, because like, like, you know, if it's your girl or something like that, you kind of learn each other's tics. She learns yours too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, like, I'll just shut the fuck up right now. I need, I need to intervene or she wants yeah. to be told this. Like you kind of get the, 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 one of the way women communicate is they set traps Oh yeah. for you. Yeah. So they're like, you know, I mean, this is like, the ancient old everyone knows the trap of 
do whatever you want. Yeah. That's a trap. <laughs> That's a trap. Don't fall for that trap. If you're like 16 and listening to this podcast and you're just starting out talking to women, if your girl says, do what you want, that's a trap. And mm-hmm. she's just setting a trap for you. Mm-hmm. So really, a long-term relationship is just a series of traps <laughs> that you have avoided and made it to the end of the gauntlet, and you are worthy of being her mate. But don't think that there are not more traps Wait, later down always, the road. Always, yeah. But there are some very common traps There's that women will lay tra- out for What's you. What's another common trap? The well, classic, do you think? Do I look fat? I was about to say, do, do you look classic? Yeah, uh-huh, classic. Yeah, classic like, uh, you no, know. That, so you think I should be in better shape? You think it's like, yeah? Oh, do you like, do you, do you think she's pretty? Yeah. Fuck, dude, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> and those are like very classic ones, and and those are the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've stepped into traps that I didn't even know I stepped in, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even tell you that you stepped in the trap. Until it's a month later, a month later and she's mad say, about yeah, something, and you can't off. figure it out. And she's like, it's because you didn't buy the popcorn like Louis said. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always, if it's like, I want this, I'm like, do you sure? Like, no, it's fine. I'm like, uh, what did you Ugh. say? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get because I know if I don't get it, it's going <laughs> yeah. to amount to something later. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, another one, another one is uh, the, the, the classic... Uh, what do you want to eat dilemma? Oh, God. This has plagued mankind for centuries. <laughs> yeah, this is from the caveman days. From the caveman This days. is like the crow magnon mm-hmm. Was She was like, what do you want to eat? And he was like, do you want bunny? Or I don't know, whatever. I still haven't is. figured it out because to this day, it's like, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. You pick. And then I'll just say something because I'm like, fuck it. I'm not playing this game. We're going to Mexican food. Oh, anything but that. Okay, well, let's go to Italy. No, I don't want to get Italian food. What it's is like, that? Uh, <laughs> and I've, I've gotten in like legit fights. Like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't care. She's like, neither do I. And I'm like, no, but see, the difference is I really don't, don't care. <laughs> I do not care. So if I if I pick something right now, you better say yes. Yeah. Or you pick now. Then yeah. we go, okay, I'll pick now. That's Sometimes good. that works. Sometimes it works. Usually <laughs> doesn't. But yeah. <laughs> when I put my foot down and say, you know, this is it, it then it works. Never, but it usually it doesn't. Never <laughs> it never works. It's like the, the, the you know, the, the illusion that I have some sort of control in my own relationship, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what's so crazy, too, about, like, um, when you see, like, your parents fight when you're younger. It just doesn't – I don't know. It's 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 that weird moment when you realize your parents are just people. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They lose that mystique about them. Adults, like, none of these motherfuckers know what they're doing. Well, especially <laughs> when you get to our age, right? We're in our 30s. Yeah. And, you know, you're a kid. Okay, like, across <laughs> all occupations, mm-hmm. most people don't aren't very good at it. Like, I was talking to a cop today. Mm-hmm. Really stupid cop. Who's the watch commander? Right. I'm not going to say the police department, but at a certain police department, really stupid, mm-hmm. really incompetent. Mm-hmm. Doctors, man, I would say 70% of the doctors I work with, stupid. Mm. It's a scary world out there yeah. when you realize everyone's just like you and me yeah. fumbling through this life, mm-hmm. and then you realize those people are your parents. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to tell a story, but it's fucked up, and it's not mine to tell. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I shouldn't do it. But so how just... long are your shows going to be? Uh, honestly, I think I'll just go until they run out of steam a little bit. You know, An hour is always good. I think an hour – you guys are an hour long, right? We try to do four to five minutes. We used to do an hour, and we try to chop it to four to 45 minutes because even then it goes over. Right. But I like to my, – my belief is – leave them wanting more that's what i right. want to do so if right. i cut it off early like ah it's too short mm-hmm. that's good right i like that you know yeah i mean i i remember when i found out you guys had a podcast because our friend steve had told told me check them out it's hilarious so i was like okay and then i once i actually figured out how to look it up and find it i listened to probably like six or seven in one day so i caught up real fast yeah and then uh by the time it's time to go on your show i had already been like a, an active listener or whatever but um yeah, I think it just depends, you know, really. Like, obviously, this is our first one, so it's a little bit like we we didn't find our groove right away, but I think we got a good solid groove now. Yeah, I'm grooving. <laughs> grooving. I feel like yeah, I'm grooving now. Yeah, I'm so, like fucking grooving. <laughs> jamming out, bro. I'm just like getting angry, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. You can hear it in my voice. Yeah. Well, I'm like, and another thing another about thing women that women. I hate. Yeah. <laughs> Once we started talking about things I hate about women, I was off to the fucking races. <laughs> Romance novels, more like get back in the kitchen and finish dinner. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, God damn, Daniel. <laughs> uh, what about a day? Do you, have you picked a, one thing that we realized is that we had to pick a day that we released the podcast to make sure to be consistent? Do you have a day that you think you want to do? To uh, release it? I think releasing would be good on like just like a Tuesday or whatever. Don't take my day. Well, I think a lot of people release on Tuesday, right? On Tuesdays Tuesday. or Wednesdays. I think those are like that. You know why? Because they release movies on Wednesday and they do... Or no, movies are Thursdays and... No, no. DVDs are Wednesdays and Tuesday is music, right? I don't know. I wanted to do Mondays, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Monday would be a good day because like, you know, maybe like, oh, driving to work, Monday sucks, Oh, but the podcast came out, you know, right. if it was to to be a good podcast, mm-hmm. right? But then I'm like, yeah, then I would have to edit it Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to be acting like an asshole or something, you know? So we changed <laughs> it to Tuesday. you all hungover for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, like what if I drink in the morning on Sunday? Well, that's yeah. going to be fucked up. Well, you're going to have to do cocaine. You're yeah, gonna have- <laughs> that's a slippery slope. You know? So I figured Monday night I'll be behaved so I could put it out on Tuesday. Right. So something to think about. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is a good day, except it's 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 mine. So. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, mine. It's <laughs> kind Nobody of else. <laughs> Maybe Thursday. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess I'm gonna kind of go off individually, like how it flows and stuff. Because especially too, if I can get some guys that uh, I have a lot of people that said they would do it, and then when it comes to it, let's see if they actually do do Fuck, it. Fuck, dude, but tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna travel from far or whatever the case. Look is. at me, I barely came on just now. You no, know, that's true. We've been yeah. trying to we, we we've been trying to do this for a while, so it's it's good to get it done though. I mm-hmm. think we're... But I think the first guest that we were gonna have flaked like the day of. Yeah. Uh, and it was going to be two girls, and we are going to ask him, like... Where's the cup? What? Two girls, one cup. Oh, cup. yeah, no, yeah. Okay, huh? <laughs> I'm here all night, people. Stand-up comedian, Anthony Carlos. <laughs> uh, this weekend, we have a fun one, because we're having my uh, my good friend on, and he's married, and he has kids. So we're going to do... You know how we we have the game show segment? Da-da-da. Have you heard any... Our, our, no, I haven't heard of the Some of our recent... We, we, we do a game show. Uh-huh. Uh, like we'd have a, a would you rather section. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so it's like, all right. It's time to play. So we're gonna do ask a married man. Okay. This weekend. Okay. So we're That's gonna try one. that out. Yeah. You probably get a, a lot of times. See, I go. You know, I see him and he has such a different take on everything. You know. Yeah. Like, you guys don't know. You're not married. You know. Yeah. You don't yeah. have kids. You don't have any responsibility. Yeah. You're just floating through life. Yeah. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Dilly dilly. Are you going to ever have a woman on your podcast or do you just hate them too much? No, (laughs) (laughs) No, I did. I have my cousin on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we want to do that bit. We're going to, we will. And we had the romance novel, actually. That was a female. So I guess half of them have been women. Uh, What's your. uh, Both disasters. What's one of your games? Give give us an example of one of your (laughs) game shows. They started having feelings. <laughs> Needed to put on makeup every five minutes. We've so done. Like, we've only done two game shows. We do. We did. We do a would you rather? It's it's not a game show. It's just we play game show music to try to spice it up. Right. And then we we did a uh, one with Chris. Chris is like super, like sexual guy, right? Oh. Like he like <laughs> he like is you know, loves cock rings and like, he's more sexually like, <laughs> loves cock. He like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. What do you call, he like, adventurous, sexually Ex- adventurous than, than okay. I am. Uh-huh. Or Louis is yeah. like by far. Yeah. We don't even come close to this guy. <laughs> so Louis thought of a bit. It was like, ask him, is this, a, is this a real sex position or a fake sex position? And if it is real, can you describe it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, Louis was like, you know, the Mongolian beef or whatever. Like, that, I, I made that one up, right? But so he, he had to say if it was real or fake. And then, so that was when we did. Okay. Oh. 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 No. We got to lock this screen. Yeah, for one of these, uh, for, for those of you listening, I just reached over and grabbed my Karma Sutra. And uh, I just want to let Daniel know that if you never need some uh, sexual positions, you can just browse through that, buddy. Oh, wow, yeah, hold on. <laughs> this is a book, uh, uh, Pish, A Position a Day, 365 Days a Year. Come on, are there really 365 positions? Not really. Positions? A lot of them are just like laying to the side. Dude, turn your head. <laughs> some of these are so crazy. Like, I'm like, look at this one. This is just simply a man eating a woman's asshole. <laughs> and vice versa. And on the vice next versa. Page. <laughs> look at that, that guy. Babe. He loves it. He's all, woo! Oh, man. <laughs> what?
what is day 18 the forehead embrace this is not real i mean this is just the play the way to stand yeah i feel like a lot of them are just they just look gotta... so difficult yeah <laughs> like have you done the one okay here's one that chris said he did that i've never done it's like up the it's like the i guess i want to call it the jackhammer uh-huh. so like a woman would be like kind of like up on her like on her neck mm-hmm. i guess with her body you know, vertical, vertical uh-huh. and then her legs spread open, and then you're on top, and you have to aim your penis down uh-huh. into her like yeah. a jackhammer uh-huh. as you kind of scissor. Yeah, you've done that. Yeah, yeah. I've never tried that. It just Every seems Tuesday. way too hard. <laughs> oh, I'm cramping. <laughs> I just don't see how you point your dick straight down. It seems like we just pop straight back up. <laughs> Not my position. No, thank you, sir. Yeah, I got that. Um... As like a, a gag gift, and then turned out to be like a, a huge study guide for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So, uh, page nine says you can eat my asshole if you want to try this one. So why do you keep going back to that page? Come on, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's in the book. Oh, look at this one. Page three, the blowjob. Come on, dude. <laughs> but they're calling it sucking the mango stone. <laughs> so does you gotta suck the mango and, stone? Oh, here it says a timeless way to a man's heart. Uh, it's this true. Is hilarious. <laughs> that is true, huh? Yeah. What is that? Dave Chappelle, that famous joke. He's like a cosmopolitan. Fifty ways to please your man. There's no fifty ways. Just make him a sandwich, suck his dick, and don't don't talk to him for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm always surprised that they have the same fucking magazine issue that comes out for twenty years. Like women, it's always like sex secrets to drive him wild, and then it's like. How to get abs. Like, that's always on there. Yeah, it's always Lose on there. Lose belly fat. Yeah. Quick. And then there's, like, something about your skin. Yeah. Use this for your skin. So it's your skin, sex, and abs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's always the new way to get a, a bigger penis for guys, too. And it's it's like, obviously, none of those work, you know? Because if they did work... There, are there those in a magazine? I feel like I've never seen how well, I just feel like it's something that they're always trying Maxim. to, like, push on dudes. Like, you know what I mean? Where? Maybe I'm just on porn all the time. <laughs> if, but I always... I think so. I always I think, don't too. See that like, if, if that was a guy, so these guys would be dragging around their dicks, like, in backpacks. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, those pills don't work. Like, fuck... Every time you go to the store, you know, there's like a whole section of fucking... I don't think there's anything that makes your penis bigger. No. Well, stem cells might be the next thing. That'd be like the only thing, right? Yeah, stem cells. I think that's, that's Penile probably... Penile stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, but now, dude, like they're... Yeah, people are going to be living 150 by the time we're, you know... Yeah. If I don't die, it's stress. I, I mean, I think they'll be able to figure out, but I'm just surprised they haven't been able to yeah. figure out how to make... Like a penis enlargement. Like it, you could take a penis, turn it into a vagina. You'd think you could make a penis larger. Yeah. You, well, it, and you could do the surgery, right? But it's like you get like a half inch and you fucking are in excruciating pain for like a crazy amount of time, right? Is that true? You can get a half inch? Yeah, something like that. Well, I, I know they do something where uh, – I heard Dr. Drew talking about it. Like they cut – they do an incision and it creates like more blood flow and it like – it uh, allows it to grow a little bit. But – you're still only gaining a little bit for the amount of money it costs, the recovery time. You know, you can damage nerves, all kinds of shit like that. Yeah, like, it doesn't seem like it'd be worth it. Yeah. There is this article about this this lady. Um, I'm trying to open the article right now, but mm-hmm. I, I don't have reception here. Anyway, she was getting a surgery to have the fattest vagina Hell yeah. in the world. <laughs> That's good. It like, says it verbatim. She wanted to have the fattest <laughs> vagina. Did you ever hear about that uh, The guy in China, I think it was? See, where... look it. Woman who had vaginal surgery to make it fattest in the world. Fattest, like size wise. Like, I think so. Oh. I wish I could open it so bad. It's got to be fattest the size wise. Like I just, don't know. it's like a bulge. Like just a huge fat vagina. Like she's got a fupa and it's just like in her pants only. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Uh, the guy who um, he married his wife. They had kids and his kids. Crazy were, uh, guy. His kid, I know. <laughs> Sick son of a bitch. <laughs> But his wife, their kids were ugly, and then he found out that she had a bunch of plastic surgery, so he sued her. Yeah, for not telling. And he won. Yeah, right? he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's so fucking hilarious. There used to be that show. Uh, I mean, the, your vagina the, isn't naturally this fat. The, <laughs> <laughs> you just naturally had the fattest vagina in the world. I just thought, the deception. <laughs> you ever, do you remember that show, The Swan? Yes, Fuck, that was that so was fucked a up. Great show though. It right? was a good show. I watched. I remember I watched a solid season of it. If you guys don't, know, the Swan is a show about like a person that was like regular or, or ugly, and they would do plastic surgery on their entire body. I mean, they would do their face, their butt, and they would come out like gorgeous. Yeah, it was f- phenomenal, really. Yeah, 
And then what was the point of it? But after that, did they have to do something, or was it just like who's hotter? No, I don't remember the actual. Where, I think at the end it was just they they just released him into the wild, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're usually free now. they're usually in a relationship they're usually like married or you know something oh, so like they that. left their husband yeah right they just that. would leave after that right away you know remember that show it was um something the other side it was basically they would do like a wife swap uh i've seen wife swap uh okay well this was like before that i remember i remember this it was it's hilarious because it was a california mom so she's like young she's pretty um she has makeup you know she switched places with this mom from like Minnesota or some, somewhere like in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, that mom was like overweight. She was kind of a bitch. Um, mm-hmm. She had a really like mean attitude, that sort of thing. So the California family is like, this bitch is crazy. You know, like she was just like, like yelling at the kids and screaming and stuff like that. And then, then the the Wisconsin mom or the California, the California. chick, yeah, like that family loved her. Like they oh, were really? like she was hot. So the husband was all about it. Oh, the my kids. God. She's like teaching them how to do makeup and stuff like that. At the end of the episode, they're like Wisconsin friends. They're all sitting there like just dogging the mom. Like you fucking fat you, bitch. You're horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think they stopped doing it. Like then after that, they kind of made it where like everybody was unhappy all the time. That's how they do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They because, don't. They don't want that to happen. Like no. you ship the that's, mom over there. And, and that's what exactly what happened. That's the, the only like, time I saw it. Turns out I like her better than my own exactly. wife. <laughs> She's better. It's yeah. like an upgraded version. Yeah. She's prettier and nicer. Yeah. And then the, she's got a fatter pussy too. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fat the fattest in the world that I've ever seen. <laughs> because in California, like uh when they got their mom back, they're like, Oh yeah, like we're so happy. It's just like you could tell it just totally ruined that family's dynamic. Like, wow, we yeah, have this probably, piece of shit mom. <laughs> probably ruined their whole family. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. after that I, I noticed that that was the only time I've ever seen that happen. And after that they made it where they both fucked up each other's lives, you know, so when they went back it was all happy and whatever you know yeah they had those the other show of uh, temptation island Did you ever see that one i like that one a lot mm, i remember i don't know if i saw it yeah because that was like the this is sort of when reality tv it was first, like the, the apex yeah it was right like the peak of of, yeah before it all got scripted and all started kind of getting a little too much for me you know yeah what I mean? but temptation island was good because they would get couples and they put them in the worst situation ever. So it'd be like a dude and they put him with like 60 single ladies and they mm-hmm. go on dates with these people. And then they show um, a video clip at the end of each episode to their partners on the other island. And it'd be like the worst possible position. So the guy might be like reaching for a cup of sugar or something. And then and on like, the video, it's like right by her tit or like yeah. about to grab her tit. And yeah, the girl's yeah. like, <gasps> so she goes out and cheats and then they show that. And it's like, like impossible like, ah. not yeah. to cheat. Yeah. And then um, afterwards. Sat on like a couch made of vaginas. Yeah. Like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like impossible yeah and then afterwards they would be like if they're gonna stay together or not but i genuinely really like that that show like, i liked a lot of those trashy dating shows uh to be honest like do you remember like uh oh i know what a you're limit gonna say. date it wasn't a limit, a date. limit date limit it date was, was great one before that where they have like the little bubbles on the bottom where like therapist joe talks uh-uh fuck it was like pop-up video for like dating because Eliminate did that too, right? They had the little pops and it'd be like, boop, boop. Like, no, the Eliminate was like, you would go on a date with like five people and you would eliminate one person. Every... Okay, no. So I did see the one you're talking about then. Yeah. Yeah, with the pop-ups. I like that one a lot. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But those trashy j- dating shows were great. Oh, you know what I love too? I love a good old-fashioned um, newlywed game. Where they like are getting all their money, like they're not winning at all, and they're just getting fucking mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Those are good too. So it turns out this couple is terrible for each other. Turns out they married each other. I have no fucking clue what they're about. <laughs> oh man, I love that shit because you can just see like really dancing. You think the animals would think that's funny? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you know that shit caused some divorces after for sure. <laughs> yeah, some annulments. Yeah, man. We were talking about um. Just 90s TV in general. I think it has a certain, um, yeah, like an element that when you grew up in that era, you're like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was some good stuff. Like Nickelodeon, that was like at the peak of it all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we're pretty good. I mean, we got a solid hour in, right? Yeah. I think so. Well, that was was, a good start. Yeah, that was a good start. Uh, Well, thanks for coming, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, next time we'll get a little bit more into the fight aspect of things. Oh yeah, we didn't talk. Yeah, about Yeah, we didn't that talk too much about which is cool because um, I mean, fuck me and you could talk about that stuff for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we, we traveled to uh, Texas together. You've been to Thailand. I mean, that's some cool yeah. We've shit. gone to Texas twice together. Twice, right? yeah. Uh huh. We've been to uh, yeah. We've traveled a lot up north for your yeah, first fight. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, we went to Arizona for your tournament. Fight. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so if you think we've about... gone like four different places just yeah. just to to do Muay Thai. Yeah. 
That was that was great. I haven't done that with anybody else, you yeah. know. No, no, that was good. And you're uh, undefeated. How many fights do you have now? Three. Three. Well, now? three and a half. I did a boxing. Oh, that's right. The, the, I don't know if that really counted. Yeah. It was like in a gym. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like a, a smoker before smoker. Yeah, I, it was just like a, you know, like the people from the gym came to watch. I guess kind of like a smoker. Yeah, we. It was like three rounds of boxing and, uh, and I had had gear on and we had 16 ounce gloves and there was like a ref you know it was like the first taste of like you know you can hit this person as hard as you possibly can and you know it's it's funny because i told uh i i remember specifically the last smoker in the area was the first fight i ever had um before they outlawed him and made it where california state athletic commission had to sanction them all yeah i told my dad where was it was it mta uh it was at situtong in pasadena right by uh Right there on... Um, oh, you guys had a smoker there. Yeah, they had a smoker there. And it was my first fight. I had been training for like two months. Um, and I told my dad, I said, I'm going to go I'm gonna go do a smoker. And my dad's like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I'm going to go do a smoker. He's like, do you know what a smoker is? And I was like, I was like, what do you think like, it what is? What is this, Waterworld? Yeah. <laughs> and people won't get that reference, but that's a great one. <laughs> Smokers! Yeah, you have sex with a smoker. But my, my dad told me they used to go to like clubs and they would... uh they're two people would have sex on stage and everyone around them would just smoke cigars. Oh, the room would be shit. filled with smokes. They call them smokers. Yeah. I was like, you're a sick puck, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go be in a smoker, dad. You're going to a donkey show. I got a performance tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. I didn't know that. But then after that, um, that's a good yeah, story. We'll, we'll spe- we'll, we could talk about that. We could talk about, um, you know, the upcoming stuff. I'm supposed to be starting a, a job locally. So um, I already talked to a couple students from before from our old gym. Dan- mm-hmm. Daniel was uh, one of the, the the top fighters at our gym at the time, and we had John, you know, Anki. Yeah, we had yeah. a lot of people that were putting in some work over there. We were all like, definitely don't consider myself like a top fighter. We were at the time. Yeah, it was like seven people. <laughs> That's what was dope about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, John was. Re- I mean, John was very talented. Yeah. I think, so we know? got we got a lot of good stories to talk about. We'll we'll talk about them next time. Um, Till then, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Daniel. All right, thanks, guys. Doo-doo. I thought that went well. Yeah, right? <laughs> I just had points for I was like, hey.